0: And this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Our Boston Bruins are in action tonight in their final home game of the regular season. They'll be hosting the New York Islanders. We'll get into that in a moment. And a player who is likely to be back in the lineup for the first time since the second game of the season and also take a quick look back at Saturday's uh, debacle against the New York Rangers. before we get to that. quick reminder to please subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you use. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, rating and reviewing would also be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, the podcast is at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're locked on Bruins and you can find me. My dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Before we get to Saturday's game, uh, let's start with some 7th man of the year award news or 7th player award. I had talked a couple weeks ago saying that I thought Nick Ritchie should get the nod this year. And sure enough, Ritchie was selected by a fan vote on Nessen.com as the 7th player an annual award presented to the Bruin who exceeded expectations of Bruins fans during the season. And Nick Ritchie, of course, scored during Saturday's game against the New York Rangers, setting a new career high with his 15th goal of the season. His previous career high of 14 came in 2016-2017 with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, He said it was nice to be acknowledged by the fans And it feels good that the fans voted for you. A boost of confidence. There's been some good hockey players that have won the award in the past. And he's happy to join that list. Can't thank the fans enough for cheering the team on and voting for me, he said. The fans are great here. It's an awesome hockey market. And I'm sure the fans are going to be even more crazy next week for the playoffs. Now, Richie, of course, didn't get off to the greatest start with the Bruins uh, last year, uh, but he wanted to come into this season with a good attitude, a fresh start, hard coming over at the trade deadline, and then, of course, there was the COVID pause. Uh, The playoff bubble didn't really go great, but he said he had a good off-season of training, skated with a coach up here in Toronto named Brad Wheeler, uh, changed some stuff, worked on some more explosive skating, and he thinks he's gotten sharper on his edges, and has just felt better overall as a hockey player this year. So get on, Rishi, for the 7th Player Award as well as um, scoring that uh, 15th goal of the season. David Pasternak also scored, and it was his 200th of his career. The 24-year-old became the third active player to score 200 regular season goals and 20 playoff goals before the age of 25, joining Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby. Uh, So that's quite a feat as well. And, you know, I wouldn't say it's been a... Well, I guess it's been a bit of a down year for Pasternak. Uh, It's his fifth straight 20 goal campaign, but he's, of course, well short of league leader Austin Matthews. But if he can get hot for the playoffs, that, of course, is when things matter most. And it would be great to see him uh, getting you know, hot at this time of year. Pasternak also became the uh, quickest Bruin to reach 200 goals, 437 career games, beating Bobby Orr's previous record of 502, albeit, you know, as a defenseman. Now the game as a whole, the Bruins allowed four goals in the third period and fell to the Rangers 5-4. Uh, they twice pulled within a goal in the closing minutes but could not overcome a subpar defensive effort across the final frame. Nick Ritchie said they got kind of sloppy, stopped playing the way they had been over the last few games. The Rangers do have a skilled team. They were making plays. They burned the Bruins a few times, uh, and the Bruins can learn from that, Ritchie said. You never give up in a hockey game. You never get complacent. The Bruins were guilty of that in the third It's a wake-up call and perhaps a much-needed one uh, you know, as the team nears the playoffs, and that just can't happen in the postseason. Bruce Cassidy said he was completely surprised, did not see that coming. You have to trust your group to a certain extent to correct it, and this group typically has. Uh, He didn't want to call it frustrating, just kind of perplexing more than anything, and a lot of us felt the same way watching that game. Um, And, you know... It doesn't really change how he will approach Monday night's game tonight against the New York Islanders and the regular season finale against the Washington Capitals tomorrow night. Uh, They're planning to play the optimal lineup on Monday for the most part. Maybe sub a guy in that they wanted to look at. Talked a bit about Andre Kasha. We'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, There may be a few changes, and then on Tuesday they might give some guys some some rest and we'll get to that here and more in a moment but yeah disappointing overall especially the effort in the third period for the Boston Bruins having said that um, you know thankfully it was just a regular season game Uh, New York Rangers ended their season on a high here and they have a couple games here to sort things out and to really um, get back on track here as the playoffs uh, draw near. I should mention Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron scored also in that game, and Bergeron's goal extended his personal streak to five straight games. Uh, So that line continues to play at a high level. The second line continues to look amazing. Some questions here in the bottom six. Uh, But before we get to that, let's talk for a moment about Wealthfront. If you are looking to invest It can be very complicated if you're a beginner especially and even if you've been investing for years uh wealthfront can make it a lot easier they have the right tools for every portfolio they can create one of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes they can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest there's no manual trades No picking stocks, no watching the market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. They're trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first 5,000 managed for free, go to Wealthfront.com slash locked on nhl to get started. Now, as we look ahead to tonight's game against the New York Islanders, Bruce Cassidy said on Sunday morning that Andre Kasha is on track to return to the lineup when the Bruins host New York at TD Garden in the regular season home finale. Kasha has not played since January 16th, second game of the regular season in New Jersey when a high hit from Miles Wood left him sidelined with an upper body injury that we all believe to be a concussion. He rejoined his teammates for practice for the first time on Friday, skated again Saturday, and again he's on track to play tonight after an optional practice on Sunday morning. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said they're going to reevaluate things here on Monday morning. It will be his call, the medical team's call. If they all say he's ready and he wants to get in, then the sooner the better is the way that Cassidy is looking at it. Because of the back-to-backs to end the regular season, usually when you haven't played that long, they'll recommend not starting on a back-to-back, but don't really have a choice here, Cassidy said. This is all we get is Monday-Tuesday. So the decision to ease him in is not really available because they only have the two games left and the two days in a row. But again, it will be a decision that Kasha and the medical staff make. They'd like to see him get in there, obviously, but the call has to be the right one and he needs to be fully cleared. Cassidy said he expects to play his full lineup tonight against the Islanders before likely resting some players for the second of the back-to-back in Washington tomorrow night to prepare for the postseason he's going to take into account everyone's health see where everybody's at um, and everybody will get in tonight like I said but they may tinker a bit in the bottom of the lineup especially for Tuesday in Washington and they'll just see how things go after tonight's game especially with a back-to-back and um, you know giving some guys that extra little bit of rest before the playoffs. Charlie Coyle, who was injured in New Jersey last Tuesday, skated on his own on Saturday, took part in Sunday's optional practice. Cassidy said it's possible he'll sit out the final two games just as a precaution, but he should be ready for the playoffs. He is feeling better uh, with an upper body injury. Again, doesn't look like he'll play these two games just to give him that extra little bit of rest. And... He should be ready for the playoffs. Tuka Rask will start tonight against the Islanders with Jeremy Swayman expected to get the call on Tuesday in Washington. Cassidy does not yet know if Swayman or Halak will be the backup for the postseason. They have an idea internally, he said. Swayman's played a lot more than Halak recently, and that matters. Uh, Swayman's numbers are excellent. Weighing that against the experience factor matters, but to Cassidy, it's who gives the team, the best chance to win if is not in the net. And that's what they're going to go with. In my mind right now, that is Jeremy Swayman. Uh, Finally, before I get back to Kostra, the NHL announced on Saturday modified COVID-19 protocols for fully vaccinated teams and individuals in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Cassidy said the team is not yet at 85%, but uh, hopefully at some point they'll get there. They're in the planning stages of when the team is going to get that second shot, and uh, that's likely to happen later this week, meaning they will be able to uh, take advantage of those modified COVID-19 protocols, spending some more time together, uh, more team meetings, and things like that. Now, Andre Kasha, I tweeted about him a little bit here over the last few days when it became apparent that he was going to be getting back in the lineup I have made it clear that I am all for Kasha being back in the lineup if he has indeed been cleared. There's obviously some uncertainty about his health, questions about uh, his concussion history. But all things being equal, if Andre Kasha is healthy, he should be in the Bruins lineup and he certainly makes this team better for his career. He is a uh, 0.48 point-per-game player. He's averaging 0.22 goals per game, meaning he averages about 18 goals per game over the course of a full 82-game regular season. His career high was 20 goals in 66 games with Anaheim back in 2017-18. Yes, he has not... Scored in a Boston Bruins uniform. He has one assist in uh, six regular season games. When it comes to the playoffs, he managed four assists in 11 games. But again, his underlying numbers are always very strong. In those two games with the Bruins to begin the season, he was a 59% Corsi player, meaning he was on the ice for many more shot attempts for than against. And He also has an ability to be a playmaker. Uh, He averages 0.27 assists per game. Uh, So when he is on, he is about a 40 to 50 point uh, per season player. And he certainly makes the Bruins' bottom six a lot better. He, of course, will be behind... David Pasternak and Craig Smith on the depth chart. He's not going to be expected to come in and be a top six winger. Uh, He could even be on the fourth line when Charlie Coyle is healthy because the third line of Richie, Corrales, and Coyle had been playing pretty well as of late. Uh, A fourth line of DeBrusque, Lazar, and uh, Kasha would certainly be uh, a new look for this team. Not really a traditional checking line, but a very um, talented Offensively minded fourth line that would give the opposition fits if they are going. Uh, That would put Chris Wagner, Carson Kuhlman, Trent Frederick on the sidelines. Uh, My optimal lineup would look something like this Richie, Coyle, Kasha, Debrusque, Corrali, Lazar. You could move Lazar over to the right side, seeing as he has a right hand shot or Richie, Corrali, Coyle, if you want to keep that line together, and DeBrusque, Lazar, Kasha on the fourth line. Uh, That probably would be my ideal scenario, and the Bruins would have a very formidable forward core in that case, and I would personally love to see that. Of course, uh, that's dependent on Charlie Coyle being healthy and Kasha remaining healthy, but Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci, Smith... Richie, Corral, Coyle. Uh, That to me would probably be more of the de facto fourth line with the Brusque, Lazar, Kasha as more of a third scoring line. But again, the Bruins kind of have a 1A, 1B uh, at the top of the lineup, a 3A, 3B at the bottom of the lineup. And so uh, quite a deep and talented top 12 that uh, Bruce Cassidy will have at his disposal. Of course, You probably will have to call up some guy, No, not call them up, but insert guys into the lineup if uh, some players can't get going or if there's injury and you can bring in Frederick, Kuhlman, Corrali, Anton Bleed in a pinch. Uh, So there will be some depth there and will be some options, but that for me is my optimal lineup. And um, I, for one, am a rooting for Andre Kasha. He's obviously had a tough year. And it would be great to see him in the lineup, contributing, especially after, yeah, the uh, the hard road that he had, and uh, just the way that many Bruins fans view him uh, because of not being productive after the coming over in the deadline, uh, being stuck in quarantine last year, not scoring in the bubble, uh, being injured all this season. Uh, I think at. FCP Bruins said it best. This was the perfect situation for Kasha. Bruins have already added top six talent and haven't indirectly pressured him in coming back. Happy for him. Hopefully he can stay healthy and that he can, of course, um, contribute. That would be the ideal scenario. We have a uh, Amazon delivery that's happening behind me. My son just received a dinosaur in the mail. What kind of dinosaur is it? What is here? it? What is it? Okay, he doesn't want to say... I believe it's a... uh, Spinosaurus. Spinosaurus. Spinosaurus? Yeah. Anyways, he's really big into dinosaurs these days. And that just came in the mail. And he is very, very excited about it. As am I about uh, the return of Andre Kasha. I hope he scores tonight. Puts to bed any of questions about whether he can actually score. And uh, stay healthy is the main thing. Obviously, the concussions are a concern but um, I trust that he and the team have taken all precautions and that uh, he is indeed ready to play, and uh, I'd love to see him score tonight personally. Now, Bilt Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. It comes in nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited-time flavor. When you talk about Bilt Bar, they're definitely... People who are passionate about their favorites and if you don't know built Bar flavors well you're missing out there's coconut coconut almond cherry raspberry mint brownie peanut butter brownie double chocolate salted caramel something for everyone if you haven't tried them you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors they're not just great for tasting they're also healthy too many of the flavors have 17 grams of protein only 130 calories four grams of sugar and four grams of net carbs order today and get raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like you can use promo code locked 15 to get 15 off your first order that's promo code lock 15 for 15 off at builtbar.com bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing the nba and nhl playoffs right around the corner. Before the next game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Online your online sportsbook experts. Let's just finish off with some news and notes from around the NHL. Some teams have wrapped up their regular seasons already, and there's some coaching uh, news to go around. John Tortorella and the Columbus Blue Jackets have decided to mutually part ways, as have Rick Tockett and the Arizona Coyotes. So there's a couple of vacancies there already, a couple of veteran coaches who will be on the market Um, and you know uh, Seattle's obviously looking for a coach there will undoubtedly be some more vacancies that come up as teams uh, look for some changes after disappointing regular seasons or playoffs and those are two names that will come up another story that we've been following here is Connor McDavid's uh, reign atop the scoring leaders in the NHL he recorded his 100th point on Saturday night, 32 goals, 68 assists. He is now 21 points clear of Leon Draisaitl for second, and Draisaitl is 12 points ahead of Mitch Marner and Brad Marchand. Uh, so those two Oilers dominating the scoreboard this season, and uh, if you have a vote for NHL awards and you don't vote for Connor McDavid for the Hart Trophy, uh, I really don't know what to tell you. I think that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I hope you all had a great weekend. Happy belated Mother's Day to those uh, who celebrated, to all the moms listening, all the mother figures. And uh, for everybody else, I hope you remember to honor those women in your lives and, um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, see what the Bruins can do here over the last couple of day- games. Hopefully they can finish off the regular season on a positive note, get ready for uh, what will likely be a first-round matchup against the uh, Washington Capitals, although there is a chance the Islanders could overtake the Bruins here. If the Bruins lose tonight to the Islanders and then lose again tomorrow night to the uh, capitals and the islanders will overtake them in the standings and the bruins will be matched up with the pittsburgh penguins in the first round otherwise uh they'll remain in third and take on the washington capitals a washington capitals team that's pretty banged up at the moment um tj oshi left game the other night alex ovechkin's missing evgeny kuduznetsov Ilya samsonov uh tom wilson was banged up a little bit uh but There could be a bit of a break here before the playoffs begin. And kind of jumping ahead a little bit here, we'll get to a preview of that game against the Capitals and what it means in the standings on tomorrow's podcast. And then, of course, have some time to tee up the playoffs. Uh, Again, I hope you all had a great weekend. I certainly did. Been watching the Son of Sam documentary on Netflix, which is very chilling, uh, but pretty good. Uh, Been reading uh, the new Haruki Murakami book of short stories, the latest. Or well, not the latest, but the fifth Saxon Stories book, The Last Kingdom series. And uh, yeah, had some good times outside this weekend, despite it not being really great weather, but uh, it's good to get outside, especially as we remain in lockdown here in Ontario. Anyways, I hope you are all doing well. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast here on the Locked On Network. All the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with Locked On Today's host, Peter Bukowski, and our team of local experts. Thanks so much, friends. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins, and we will be back tomorrow to recap tonight's game against the Islanders, as well as preview the season finale against the Washington Capitals. Peace.